0: You wanna uh, just get started? Yeah, let's do this. All right, give me that that sweet, sweet intro.
1: Hello, and welcome to Side Character Quest. I'm once again, your guest, Eli, playing the role of Sir Roderick. And with you as always is your host. Mm -hmm. Hey. What's up? Grumpy Steve, is that you? Mm Mm-hmm, this is Grumpy Steve. Grumpy Steve, where's Ty? Ah, he's out.
0: I'm just doing a little
1: bit of maintenance down here. Grumpy Steve, what kind of maintenance are you doing? We're kind of on a
0: schedule. Oh, well, there's a convection coil that I'm, uh... I gotta take care of.
1: Why does Ty have a convection coil with his com- computer? I don't understand it. That's in ovens, generally. It's
0: also in radiators and, uh... heaters and stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. Why does... Okay, well, it's it is kind of rude north. for you. Yeah, okay, that's fair. Uh, it, it's kind of rude of you to just be answering Ty's calls like this. Um, mm. Can you go get Ty?
0: Ty! Hey! man, Yeah! Oh, okay, you sure? Alright. He oh. wants me to do the show.
1: Well, he, you can't do the show, Grumpy Steve. You don't know how to play Dungeons and
0: Dragons. Is it like Force and Destiny?
1: I mean, kind of. It uses a very different uh, role-playing system, though. Force and Destiny is more, uh, you know, got, successes got, and failures. Wait, it's got
0: lightsabers, right?
1: This game does not have lightsabers. I this is a fantasy it.
0: base. I need lightsabers. I'm going to do some nerds here. You got to have lightsabers. Sorry, I think I'm going to have to go.
1: Oh, alright, Grumpy Steve, just. Mm-hmm. You have a good one. You
0: too. You know, I'd appreciate it if you stopped calling me Grumpy Steve.
1: I would, but that's your first and last name, Grumpy Steve. My,
0: my name is Grumples Stevens, and you know it, you know damn well.
1: Alright, alright, Mr.
0: Stevens. Mm hmm, You can call me Grumples.
1: <laughs> okay, okay Grumples. Right. Uh, it was good talking to you as usual. Alright, hey.
0: You, you, you tell your mom and them that they have a good day right,
1: I, I will right, thank you thank you grumples right,
0: bye hey, okay yeah that's cool all right all right cool yeah 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 i know all right. Hey, what's up? Hey,
1: Ty. Uh, Do you see uh, Grumpy Steve? Uh,
0: gr- yeah Grumples, Mr. Grumples.
1: Yeah, I, is he getting some uh, convection coil fixed? You got some heating problems? I, up in? I
0: just let him. I just let him poke around. He doesn't have a lot going on.
1: You really shouldn't just let Grumples in your house like that.
0: I know, but it's—he's, you know. <sighs> ever, well, ever since I already did died. the intro. Okay. Well, let's just let's so, just go in. Okay. Um, so, uh, what happened last time? Do you want me so to do the recap, time. or you got it? Yeah, you do the recap. All right, you got it. Oh man. Okay. So last time, in the last episode, Sir Roderick and Velma were making their way through a tunnel. Uh, they, you guys, sidestepped a couple of puzzles that I had thrown your way, managed to avoid having to fight a bulette, which is a sort of rocky ground sharky wolfy thing very similar to grumples uh very similar to grumples um and you guys uh made your way farther down the path through this tunnel until you came upon an opening and found yourself face to face with a community of skeleton people and you are looking over this community and are not feeling great about the situation what do you do
1: hmm i look over and see how velma's doing
0: uh um she is um looking nervous uh you had shoved a short sword into her hand um she is hand axe hand a- was it a hand axe
1: yeah i don't have a short sword.
0: i thought you had stolen one from a skeleton
1: Yep, that's right.
0: Okay, never mind. Uh, you had shoved a, a short sword into her hand, and she is, um, gripping it. You can tell she has never swung a sword in her her life. Um, just she has terrible posture. Um, it, but she is she is gripping it, holding it out in front of herself. Um, you guys are are both on the back of the uh, the horse, so I guess like she's not really holding out in front of herself. But uh, but yeah, you guys are are looking um uh, from Moon Boom um across moonbeam <laughs> uh across the um this space uh what she does not look super confident about the situation but she has that short sword you gave her um you guys are astride moonboom um and she looks like she's uh she's going to take your lead
1: okay um sir roderick hops off moonbeam beam beam moonbeam mm-hmm. mm-hmm. moon um And he reaches up, which I assume would not be as high as if it was a person on the horse and touches Velma's shoulder and says, never fear to act, although caution is wise. We can get through this. And I reach over and I take the short sword out of Velma's hand because I'm afraid she's going to cut herself. And I kind of tuck it into her belt. Mm -hmm. And then I what is Velma wearing, by the way? Like, what kind of clothes does she have on?
0: Um. It doesn't. So I want to say that it's going to count basically as leather armor, uh, but it doesn't really look like armor in the traditional sense. It's more of um, rough stuff that a person living out in the woods would wear. Um, Does she have a hood? uh, She does have a hood. Yes. Okay, I
1: reach up and kind of pull the hood over her head so it kind of like shields her face a little bit. Uh-huh. And, um, I have a chainmail, so most of me is covered, pretty much. Uh-huh. So I'm just going to take the reins of Moonbeam and just kind of, like, keeping my head down, trying not to attract any attention, um what's the layout so it's just it's just this big city underground
0: so it I I sort of misspoke a little bit when I said city Um, it's more of a community with some buildings and some movement Um, what you're looking at right now ahead of you is a uh, imagine a vertical rectangle laid out in front of you okay and on the right side are four buildings on the left side are four lamps Uh, like big, tall, like lanterns. And then down the center is a continuation of this path you're on. Uh, However, the path you're on is um, a slight hill that goes down to join with the path going through this community, like very slight, like maybe a couple of feet down. Mm -hmm. To the right of you is a smaller path that goes um, up, and behind the buildings, all the way to the other side of the place. So rather than going through the center, it just goes up, back, and into the other end of the uh, city. Okay, Um. so I'm going to keeping... Town is a better word. Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to, keeping keeping my face down, I am mm-hmm. going to steer Moonbeam, uh, sort of I'm walking... Velma's riding Moonbeam, and I'm kind of leading Moonbeam um, down that smaller right-hand
0: path. Okay, so so the you're going up and behind the four buildings. Yes. Um, okay, cool. Uh, and you're just gonna keep walking until you're stopped or until uh, until you something happens. I'm,
1: yeah, I'm trying to get to the other side of this town, but I'm also like keeping an eye out to see. What I can notice about it's more of a it's less of a let's just get to the other side because um, Roderick is probably suspicious that this is where the girl may have ended up Mm -hmm. and more of a let's keep to the outskirts until we understand what this is.
0: Gotcha. Okay, so you um, you're walking along. uh, Roll me a perception check to see what sort of stuff you notice. That is a critical fail yeah um you get all the way to the other side you don't really notice much of anything you're so like focused on making sure that velma is comfortable and not like freaking out she's shaking a little bit as she's like looking around the space that you do not take in the environment at all you get to the other side of this uh you get about three quarters of the way through this town uh, before you realize that you have not really been paying attention at all Mm-hmm. And you find yourself uh, between one of the buildings, between the third building um, from your initial look uh, and the the wall of the cavern. Um, and the, the path continues in front of you. But uh, but yeah, what do you do at this point?
1: Um, are there any skeletons around us or any people or anything
0: there are none uh on this path you realize that you have not really been paying uh proper attention as you walked by to see between the buildings you don't see there's no windows on the back side of the buildings there's no way for you to really see like uh get a census of who is here from this perspective
1: okay well um oh man roderick that was a bad roll um sir Roderick, are there any windows looking into the building
0: uh not from the side you're on okay um and you you're not a hundred percent sure uh whether there were on the the sides of the building or on the front of the building or anything like that
1: okay uh sir Roderick turns to um uh velma and says um i'm going to try to investigate this Will you be okay here?
0: She grips the reins and she looks at the horse at uh, Moonbeam. Looks back at you and gives a like quick nod. Yeah, yeah. I think I'll be. I think I'll be. I think I'll be okay.
1: Okay. So Roderick starts going um, in between two of the buildings to see if he can find a window or some like way in. Okay. Trying to keep his head low, like still and kind of. Um, I'm gonna say he's gonna kind of adjust his walking to try to mimic like the movements of the skeletons that he's seen walk already
0: okay uh do you go to the the left of the building you're behind or the right of the building i go left okay um so you are in between the second and third building and and you're just sort of like walking and you're looking specifically for a window
1: or like a door, just
0: anything open. Gotcha. On the building on the right, you find a iron door. You don't see any elsewhere.
1: Ooh, just a closed door, huh? Mm-hmm. The most dangerous item in all of Dungeons & Dragons is a closed door. It has a, uh, a slot about eye level. Can I open the slot? Uh, you could try. Yeah, I'm going to try to open the slot.
0: So you you reach up and you try to, like, move it, and you can't... It it feels like it's really, like, just stuck and, like, jammed in place. Like, uh, maybe if you had, like, um, something uh to like some sort of like thing to just like <laughs> cram in that little crack and like give you some leverage to like if open i had it up. a crowbar uh, yeah that'd be really useful in this situation
1: i guess i can't use my hammers no, the hammer is just like a, a, the
0: handle is a little bit too big. too big it's too big it what won't about, fit in there
1: okay okay ty um i i'm gonna grab my hand axe and try using the blade of that to wedge into the gap and try to push it open.
0: Okay. Give me a. Uh, I'm gonna say.
1: You know what? Actually, that's ridiculous. Like, <laughs> that's that's a very obvious thing that I'm trying to do just out here in front of a lot of people. Uh, you are uh, so, you are
0: in an alley. You have not seen any people walk within eyesight yet. Just point of order.
1: Yeah, I'm just thinking. Like a person trying to open up a, a piece of a door. If anyone was to walk by, that would be more obvious than me trying just opening the door. Yeah. So I'm going to try to open the door.
0: Okie Um. Yeah, so you reach over and. Uh...
1: Oh, wait, 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 yep. wait. I have I'm opening the door with my left hand Yep. and I have my hand axe in my right hand ready to strike if like something nasty. <laughs> so I'm preparing the action to strike if I come face to face with something that I
0: don't like. I like that you're using your hand axe because what I imagine happened here is you, Sir Roderick, reached up to try to pry open this this slot, and then was like, "Wait, I'm a I'm a fucking idiot. Wait, I'm not yeah. doing this." And uh, and and rethought his position. Okay, so you are, are reaching up and um, grab the handle of the door, and you try to pull it, uh, and it is locked.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Exactly as I thought. I'm going
0: to try to push on the door. Uh, you push on the door um, and the door does not open. Do you want to push do you are you trying to break down the door?
1: I mean That wasn't my plan So what I'm gonna do now, okay, is hand axe in hand I'm going to kind of like roll to the side so that when the door opens like I could sneak in or whatever mm-hmm. And I'm gonna knock on the door.
0: Okay um, Yeah, so you knock on the door you wait for a few minutes, and nothing happens. About a few moments.
1: So, tell me, how's this door look like? Do you want me to do a perception check to see if I can kick this door down?
0: Uh, it looks hardy. Um, if you're just trying to see if if this looks like something you would be able to kick down, looking at it, you can you sort of feel like. Maybe if you're just going based off of what this door looks like to you, you would think that you can't knock it down. Okay. Maybe there's something like wrong with it structurally. Maybe there's like maybe the wall is weakened in some way, but you would not suspect that just looking at it.
1: Okay. I guess I'm gonna continue to walk around to the front of the building. Okay. Again, keeping my head low and
0: Okay. Uh roll me a just general stealth check. Eleven. Eleven. Okay. Um, Yeah. All right. Cool. You get to the the edge of this uh, this little small alley. You peek your head around the corner and uh, right as you're doing that, a skeletal uh, human creature, uh, humanoid creature, a a skeleton walks by uh, in front of you, um, but then just keeps on walking.
1: Um, Is there a door to this building?
0: uh yeah so if you look to the right you see that the there is in fact a a double door set up
1: okay i'm gonna try to open those double doors
0: all right um so you step out into this uh into this big open street there are a few figures you see in the um pale glow from the uh, lamps across the way um and you go over to those double doors and you open that door you slide in and you find yourself in a very very dark room there's dust uh filling the space you see a little bit of the glow uh filtering in through windows on the front but it's the windows are so caked in in dust that uh it's really not tons of light is making its way through through um the already dim light what are you doing when you're in here what are you looking for
1: I'm just looking for any sign of anything like that's not just a skeleton walking around. I'm trying to figure out what this place is and whether or not that missing girl is here. So I'm going.
0: I believe that you had recently rested, so you should have both of your spells available to you.
1: Okay, I'm going to use Divine Sense. Okay. I'm trying to get a feel if there's anything in the room with me right now. So I know the location of any celestial fiend or undead within 60 feet that is not in total cover. Okay. I know the type of it but not its identity and I also detect the presence of any place or object that has been consecrated or desecrated.
0: When you say total cover, what, what does that mean exactly?
1: So I would assume things that are outside. I could not see or could not sense or like things that like,
0: Hmm. Uh, wait, I just looked it up. Okay. A target has total cover if it is completely concealed by an object. I'm imagining this as sort of like a invisible wave uh, of like sonar or something that's emanating out from you. And if it hits anything that is holy, then it sends that message back to you. But if something was just physically blocking, that, then it wouldn't send that message back to you, which sort of differs from how we had you use it before. But, you know, such is life. So you're just using this to try to um, detect any sort of um, fiends or consecration or anything like that in the space?
1: Yes, that are in like this building.
0: Okay. You send out this wave and you have a very strong feeling that there is there are no of those skeletal creatures within the space. You, you get that, that same sort of feeling of dread, of presence of dark black magic emanating throughout everywhere that you were getting before. Yeah. You do notice, though, a, a bit of an absence of that from a desk that is towards the, the front of the space that you're in. So you walk in, you see this this sort of open foyer type of area. It's fairly large, and at the end of that um, foyer area is a, a desk.
1: Okay. Um, I'm going to go to the desk. Okay. And investigate it.
0: You look around, and you see, covered in dust, a pendant sitting on the desk Uh, and it's just a gemstone and you get a feeling of some sort of divine energy coming from it it feels not dissimilar to what you get from when you've practiced this spell before and you've practiced it in your church of lumen Uh, it it feels not dissimilar to to the feeling you would get from things consecrated consecrated sorry what's blessed blessed yeah things blessed uh in the name of lumen um although you do not recognize it as as belonging to lumen
1: okay Alrighty. and is that pretty much all that's in this building uh
0: yeah um well or all that is that is all in this room um there is a door on the left and a door on the right okay i'm going Uh, behind this um behind this on the wall that uh this desk is next to
1: okay i'm going to um uh light a candle because that's the closest thing i have to a torch apparently and i'm going to go through one of those doors
0: all right which one are you doing door number one the right you go to that uh to that door and pop it open it's it's kind of crumbly it's it's not in great condition but it, it It comes open without much resistance. You see in front of you a small space with what looks like uh, some sort of jail cell. And it's empty? It's empty. Uh, You also, I should say, um, see a iron doorway.
1: Okay. Um, Judging based on what I know, would that iron doorway be the doorway that leads?
0: The very same.
1: Okay. Alrighty. Um, Hmm. Okay, so I'm going to leave that room and then go, into, go through the other door.
0: You find yourself in an area with another, uh, another desk. You see a small uh, stairwell in the corner, a little spiral stairwell. That is all you see.
1: Okay, I guess I'm going to go up those
0: stairs. Oh, there is like a, a, uh, a little lamp on the desk.
1: Okay, would I be correct in saying that that lamp might put out more light than my candle?
0: That is indeed correct.
1: All right, so I'm going to use my candle to light the lamp and then I'm going to snuff out the candle and I'm going to take okay. that lamp uh up the stairs.
0: Cool, cool, cool. Um you go up the stairs and um find a bedroom. There's a bed, there is um a little chest and yeah, that's that's all you see. You know I'm
1: going to open that chest, right?
0: Yeah. You pop open that chest and there's 5 and billion y- gold coins. No, <laughs> No. Um there is I want to make sure I have the right word here. The small girl that I've been looking for. Mission accomplished. We can all go home. Yes, the small girl that you've been looking for. Uh no, you you open up this chest and you find um some very like tattered old clothes. Uh you also find some basic chainmail and a very old short sword. Okay. And that's pretty much it.
1: I guess I'm going to leave this building then and i shoot i don't know like i feel like i'm just tottering around here um so there's three other large buildings on this side of the town
0: yes are you are you still in the room while you're trying to make this decision or where are you i'm just walking i'm thinking? leaving
1: there's this okay. this building's bullshit there's nothing here except for a lamp and a okay. pendant um i guess i'll go into building number 1 or number two, because I'm in building number three, right?
0: Yes, you're in building number three. All right,
1: I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna walk out, same little shuffling, like keeping my head down, and try to go over to this second building and see if there's a door there.
0: Okay, you go over and you find that there is another door on the front of this building, and as you are approaching it to open it up, it opens up of its own accord. And a skeletal figure, very hunched, runs into you and stumbles over.
1: I, like, keep my head, like, immediately just, like, whip my head down and kind of, like, make this sound. Ugh.
0: The skeleton turns its head towards you and sort of gestures. Uh, you can hear sort of like a rattling sound as its bones, like, crack against each other and looks very, uh, very disgruntled. Um, and then it is slowly, slowly getting itself up
1: um so it's down on the ground right now yes all right i'm get, it, is there anyone around is it just me and this one uh, skeleton
0: you very quickly look around and you see at least one or two other figures um off in the dim light fuck
1: um hmm. i'm gonna crush its skull i'm gonna i'm gonna like bite the curb curb stomp the skull because i can't i can't have anything bad happening
0: here. Alright, so uh you um are you trying to be quiet?
1: I am trying to trying to be quick. Okay. And also, yeah, like trying to I'm my plan is to stomp its skull and then dive into the room and close the door behind me.
0: Okay. Sweet. Um give me a uh damage roll. Is th- this person's just on the ground or the skeleton's just on the ground? What kind of damage it not putting up a fight like my uh, it's just a, like with your boot
1: I guess it's a d4
0: yeah it's a four you pulverize this thing skull Um, and it is it goes limp and is just laying on the ground red and you very quickly just sort of uh you this thing is falling on the ground it's leaning backwards you step forward crush its skull under your foot and then while glancing around wildly uh, jump through the the, the door that it came out of slam the door behind well quietly close the door behind you and then sigh of relief, look around the room and find yourself in what appears to be a tavern full of these creatures, these skeletal creatures. Um, I have fucked up. What do you do?
1: I have fucked up real bad. I back out of the tavern slowly.
0: The barkeep is looking at you.
1: I just kind of uh and then back out of the bar slowly.
0: At that noise a couple others looked your way and started one of them started to to sort of push out their seat, but then you you get out of the building. Um you are now standing uh behind you're standing in front of a tavern um atop a crushed skull. Uh what do you do?
1: I head back to Moonbeam and Velma.
0: Okay. Uh, you climb your way back up that little slight hill and are next to Moonbeam and Velma. Velma, she eyes you as you approach, um, as in she, she sees you coming. Um, she quietly says, um, what? So, what, what happened? What, what, what have you found out?
1: Uh, um, <clears throat> Well, Velma. We seem to have find ourselves in a city of skeletons.
0: Well, yeah.
1: There's a tavern, and they saw me. Okay. There's also what? some sort of jail cell. I found a pendant. That's kind of cool. But again, I was spotted. I did crush a skeleton skull, so that is one less skeleton we have to worry about.
0: Okay. Uh, w- so what do we do now? Well,
1: Velma... I'm open to suggestions. Um, I think maybe wait, did I notice any of the skeletons um, like were they armed, or are they just like straight up skeletons walking around? Uh,
0: the one that you crushed the skull of was not armed. Um, the barkeeper did not appear to be armed. Um, everybody else you you did not really get a good look at. okay. You didn't notice anybody in like full armor or anything.
1: All right. I'm going to say Velma, I as far as I can tell this is a city of or a town of um civilian skeletons. So what does that even mean? They they seem like people minus the flesh and organs.
0: That kind of is an important part though. Yeah.
1: Yeah, no, I... know, yeah. Maybe we can talk to them? We have two options, Velma. Okay. We either go into the middle of town and see, try to learn more about this, or we just keep going straight through and hope that this is the weirdest thing we see today.
0: I'm gonna vote that we just try to make our way out.
1: That was me. That wasn't Roderick. That that was me. Because I feel like a city of the dead is generally an important plot point. Hmm. You know what, Velma? I say we take a chance. I'm feeling pretty good about my abilities to, in this case, literally crack some skulls if needed. Okay. 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 So do you want to come with me to try to talk to the skeleton people
0: or are you good here? Uh Okay, here's what I'm thinking. Here's what here is here's my thought process. All right? Okay. I don't know how much of a, a help I'm going to be in a fight. Fair? right? Fair. So what I'm thinking is what we do is I'll position myself at the the end of town, all right? And if you get in trouble, you yell out for me, and I'll ride through on Moonbeam, grab you up, and then we can make our way out out to the other side. So you do what you're going to try to do, and I'll be like the escape rope.
1: Okay. Okay, good idea, Velma. I like that. Uh, All right.
0: Yeah, all right,
1: good. All right, and then uh, before I leave, I put my... um hand on her shoulder and say may lumen light our path in these dark times cool and then i then i turn to leave (laughs)
0: uh she says cool and she starts writing um kind of she's not as as smooth of a writer as you are but uh she makes her way um to the the entrance where you guys originally came in and uh it looks like she's gonna post up up there
1: okay i'm gonna walk to the center of town
0: okay Um, so the center of town because it's sort of this uh, this rectangle there's not a a dead center Um, it's more of uh, uh, not intentional Um, it's more of that there is a uh, a section that's the middle of the the road I guess there is a dead center of town Um, but it's it's between the I guess the alleyway that you went down earlier if you just go straight um, out that alleyway Then you are in the The closest thing there is To a center of the town
1: Okay um, Is there anyone there?
0: Uh, you see a um, Sort of offset So there's that main road That goes through the The whole of the town And to the left of that road uh, Across from the buildings There is a, a Small sort of square area And a um, Statue And there are a couple of people uh, Sitting Skeletons, You know what I mean? Sure. Sitting. One of them is sitting at the uh, foot of the statue. One of them is sitting at a park bench um, to the side. Uh, and yeah, the, they're just sort of hanging out. Man, for a city full of skeletons, this place is pretty lively. Mm hmm.
1: OK. Um, <laughs> moving on <laughs> from that, I'm going to go up to the skeleton that's sitting at the foot of the statue. OK. I'm going to try a novel thing and I'm going to try to talk to the skeleton. I realize that it's going to be pretty rough if these skeletons are just perfectly sentient, perfectly fine, like people, um, considering I crushed one skull. But, um, you know, the undead are not generally considered holy things. So, um, yeah, I'm going to go up to the skeleton and be like, excuse, wait, how how large is the skeleton's pelvis? What? Yeah, like uh, uh, proportional. Same. To bi- we're
0: doing we're doing the same thing that we did with the horse. I'm gonna before. sex
1: the skeleton. Uh, I think you need to rephrase that. No, that's that's uh, the correct biological term. I'm gonna sex the skeleton. I know skeleton. that's the
0: correct <laughs> biological term. I'm gonna okay. sex
1: the skeleton.
0: ty um approaching the skeleton, you can tell by the uh ragged garb that it is wearing that it appears to be female.
1: Then I'm going to walk up to it and say, "Excuse me, ma'am. Um I'm new in town and was hoping to get some information."
0: Uh the person, um the skeleton, I'm just going to say person sometimes. I'm not going to correct myself. Um she looks up towards you and is holding like a book cover um, and closes the book and sets it down beside beside herself and just sort of looks at you and her jaw moves a little bit can you speak and um her jaw moves a little bit more and then it stops and she turns her uh, tilts her head a little bit to the side
1: can you hear shake your head no nod your head yes
0: uh her head, she tilts it a little bit farther, and then uh, she nods and looks around a little bit.
1: Okay. Am I the only
0: living person in this city? Yes or no? Uh, She picks up her book and holds it to her chest and gets up and walks away. Wait,
1: wait. Uh, okay. Okay. That is officially the strangest thing I've ever done in my life. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess he's going to walk to the skeleton on the bench.
0: All right. Um, this skeleton uh, This skeleton is wearing what looks to be... Well, uh, do you want to do an insight check? Sure.
1: I'll do an insight check.
0: Yeah, so all of these skeletons are wearing clothes of some sort, but the clothes are all various degrees of just like ragged. I got a 13 insight 13. Uh, you can tell that it this appears to be a working man's clothes, um, which is not to, like they are a, a toiler, a menial labor laborer of some sort. Uh, they they may or may not be a uh, male person. All right, I'm gonna walk up to the
1: uh, this guy and say, "Hello, sir. Uh,
0: done with a full day of work." They look up towards you and uh, nod their head. Um, I was wondering if you could help me. I'm looking for a young girl. Um, they shift uh shift their position a little bit and uh, set their hand in their chin and turn, look around a little bit and then lean back on the the thing. Mouth moves a little bit, jaw moves a little bit, and uh, then they gesture out into the town. So you've seen a young girl in this town? Uh, they shake their head and uh, look at you and sort of gesture towards you.
1: I'm the young girl? <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, the... Um, the person sort of turns away from you.
1: No no, that's that is fair. Um is there someone that I might talk to around here to get some information about this and at that like Roderick is waving his hands around indicating the city.
0: Oh, indicating the city. Interesting. Okay. Um he looks at you, uh looks you up and down, um oh, his jaw waggles a little bit and he points uh, towards that first building that you went to, uh, building number three.
1: I went in there. There wasn't anyone in that building. Uh, he shrugs. Um, I pull out the pendant. Does this mean anything to you, my good sir? Uh,
0: what does it? Does it mean anything to him? Um, he. Uh, he nods his head. Um, and he. He cocks his head to the side um, and his mouth moves a little bit. And yeah, that's that's pretty much what he does.
1: Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Is there a um... you know what? Thank you, sir. You've done you've done great. I'm gonna leave and head to the tavern.
0: Um, he uh, puts up his hand to his his um, head his head sort of shakes a little bit and then he um, sticks out his hand palm up. I uh,
1: sticks his hand to his head.
0: Uh, like sort of in front of his mouth.
1: OK, like is he asking for food?
0: Uh, You could give me an insight check. Eleven. Um, he's asking for something. It's kind of hard to tell what.
1: I OK. Mouth. I reach into my I I hand him a gold coin.
0: Uh he takes the gold coin, clasps both of his hands together, holds them out in front of you, uh in front of himself, and sort of shakes them a little bit and bows his head and then looks away.
1: Okay, I say have a lovely day and head to the tavern.
0: Okay. Uh so you you head up to the tavern? Do you just head straight in?
1: Yeah, fuck it, let's let's
0: do this. Let's talk to a skeleton bar. Okay, um, so you open up the uh, door to the bar, and unlike before, um, there is chaos in this room. Uh, there are people like running around. Um, there are people, uh, skeletons holding their their uh, hands to their heads. Um, there's uh, people like um, you see one person uh, grabbing um, their a uh, couple of people grabbing pickaxes um, and it is just it looks like something went down in here.
1: Oh, uh, they probably found the crushed skeleton out front, didn't they? <laughs> uh,
0: you see the woman that you were talking to earlier um, is being uh, is sitting at a table and there's um, one or two people, uh, including the barkeeper, um, questioning her. Uh, And she uh, is holding her hands to their head and sort of um, her shoulders are going up and down in a motion not dissimilar to someone weeping.
1: I look around and say,
0: hello there. Uh, A lot of the people just keep on talking, but um, I would say like half of the people like turn and look at you.
1: I'm looking for some information about this town. Can anyone help me?
0: Uh, one of the the people um, points uh, their hand at you, and then the two people with pickaxes run up.
1: I pull out my warhammer and okay. use my um, channel divinity, sacred uh, weapon.
0: Huh? Okay. Uh,
1: I speak a few words, and it says, okay. uh, "I speak." I say, "Lumen, give me strength." And my warhammer glows a bright white light, like it's just very bright, um, and with like holy light. And I say, you might want to think twice about this. I'm looking for
0: some information. So what? Tell me what that does exactly.
1: Well, really, it's a sacred spell, um, okay. but for one minute, it adds um. It adds to attack and damage rolls, or no, just attack rolls, Um, and it emits a bright light in a 20-foot radius and is magical for the duration. Okay. Um, No, it is attack and damage, so.
0: Okay, cool. The two people that were rushing towards you pause uh, a little bit more than a foot or two away from your hammer as it's glowing and they take a step back um but they keep their pickaxes uh pointed towards you okay i say who can give me some information about what's going on
1: in here i'm looking for a small girl who may have come this way
0: uh one of the people with the pickaxes um shakes it at you uh and their jaw moves up and down
1: i smash him with the war hammer
0: Oh, snap. Okay, cool. Um uh yeah, Uh roll an attack. 20. Um oh jeez. Yeah, man. Okay, that hits. Okay.
1: Uh so that's 9 damage.
0: Okay. Um so you smash this one and they they fall backwards, uh but are not they're not crushed or 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 dead they're just like they just fall uh, stumble backwards a little bit when I um, at that when I yep.
1: smash them, I yell by the light of lumen I will put you to your final rest I am looking for information anyone willing to cooperate can go free uh,
0: the rest of the um, skeletons you in the room uh, you can see them sort of get up and uh, they start trying to flee towards the door uh, the at least the two that um that were fighting you before are uh coming at you now
1: wait do any of the skeletons run past me
0: uh yes i smash um, them with my opportunity or i
1: smash at least one with my opportunity one of attack
0: them. Uh, roll roll and attack
1: the fun thing about this is as a um holy and religious um paladin i can smash skeletons with literally no qualms like these are yeah. undead things that need to be put to rest. So, I smashed one uh, with twenty one.
0: Twenty one? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that hits.
1: And man, I only did seven damage. Uh,
0: that's still pretty good. It stumbles and keeps on running out of the door. Um, at this point, though, uh, one of the um other skeletons uh that was carrying the pickaxe comes at you.
1: Wait, do we need to roll um, a a uh, initiative?
0: Uh, I think that I'm going to not really use initiative much anymore because I realize that with one player, it just doesn't really make a lot of sense. OK, um, so I, I'm going to do it more. I'm going to do it differently. I'm going to feel it out. But uh. but no, we don't. Short answer. OK, um, so this person uh, tries to hit you at the pickaxe with um, 15 to hit. Uh no. Um, And then the next one is uh, sort of gets its bearing and comes at you from the other side uh, with uh, 22 to hit.
1: Yes, that does hit.
0: All right. And that's going to do only three piercing damage. Uh, So not that great. Okay,
1: I'm going to smash the one that I smashed the last time.
0: Okay, Um, so you're you're smashing that one again. Uh, Give me an attack roll um 13 13 also hits
1: 13 damage
0: yeah um you smash this one again uh with your hammer and this crashes into its shoulder um completely just destroying its uh shoulder bone its uh left arm just falls off and um And then it just collapses into a pile. All right. And I turn to the other one. I'm like, all right, come on. The other one uh, raises its hands and is backing up. Um, It's like, whoa, 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 is sort of the the gesture you're getting Um, with one of its pickaxes. uh, Its pickaxe is still held in its hand, but it's like. Backing up,
1: I point my hammer at it and just like like back up with them and I say,
0: who can give me
1: some information? I'm looking for a girl and I will not ask this nicely again.
0: Um, He uh, is like looking around wildly. He see he realizes now that he is um, sadly very alone (laughs) in this space. Uh, He is not feeling great about that. Um, Yeah, he he doesn't know what to do right now. All right. I Um, I smash
1: him. I'm just going to. Okay. I'm just going to like literally come up to him and just smash him across the head.
0: Give me an attack roll.
1: Um. Yeah, that's going to be a 25. Yeah,
0: that yeah, that hits. Wait. Probably not 25. Hold on. Yeah, it is a
1: 25. Okay. And I do um 15 damage to it.
0: Yeah, um you describe to me how this thi- this thing gets destroyed.
1: This is like this at this point Roderick has been through more in like the past couple hours than he has been in his entire life. And he is just nearing the end of his rope. So once he sees that the skeleton isn't gonna help him, he, like Roderick just shrugs his um his shoulders in a very like fuck it moment, and just like just rears back and smashes the head of the hammer right into its skull. Nice. And the skull just like shatters
0: yeah it it shatters it it's falling apart uh and collapses into a pile next to its brethren
1: and at that um roderick just like kind of lets out this (sighs) like just he is just all frustration Mm -hmm. it's like it shouldn't be this hard to find a missing girl like i should not have to literally fight my way through undead skeletons and deal with this weird ass community of just death um and with that i he just turns and leaves and just heads the he he's he's now just like there's nothing here that can really seem to help him it seems to just be a bunch of skeletons and the longer he stays there the more likely it is they're going to get into some sort of trouble so he's gonna head to um uh velma
0: okay um you step outside and the streets have been uh, pretty cleared um, and you start walking uh, walking over towards Velma. You find her sitting astride moonbeam waiting for you, um, but you are just confidently striding up to her and she's like what what just happened? I just saw like a bunch of like those things like pour out and then wh- wh- what 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 did you do?" Ryderick shrugs and then he
1: starts like laughing and he's like i guess you can say i cracked some skulls
0: (laughs) uh she she smiles a little bit um and she's like all right so are we are we bailing are we are we good
1: i i honestly don't know i this seems very it's just it's just people but skeletons and Part of me thinks I need to go and systematically end each one of these unholy abominations one by one, but that's not our mission right now. Our mission is to find this girl. Um, I saw a jail cell, cell and there was nothing there. I saw a tavern and it was just chumps. He doesn't say chumps. He wouldn't use the word chump. There's just <laughs> skeletons and I saw a park and that's it's just a city it's just a town it's just a normal town with people but skeletons and i think we need to keep moving i don't think there's anything here besides the weirdest thing i've ever seen in my life
0: (laughs) i i think that i can uh i can agree with you on that um all right let's 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 just head out. All right, uh, you guys get astride Moonbeam, uh, and she's she's got the reins this time. Um, and you start riding through the town. Uh, you don't see anyone out on the street anymore. Um, and as you you move across uh, you notice something that you did not notice earlier uh, with your one roll um, which is that across from each of the buildings is a tall lamp um, and at the top of it there appears to be um, some sort of glowing uh, pale light source. There's four of these lamps however there's only three light sources Uh, the final the end of the cave is relatively dim um, to the rest of the places that you've been and when you get there um, you as you you get closer and you get past the third building that you saw before uh, you see why it is so much dimmer here and that's because the pole has been knocked down the entire uh, the entire end this entire end of the, the thing is uh, has been crushed by some sort of rock slide and uh, the fourth building is um, half half demolished uh, the light pole is has been knocked over, and worse still, the tunnel is completely caved in. And you find yourself stuck in a precarious situation because you realize there is not an exit over here.
1: Well, Velma, it's as if some weird, all controlling deity has deemed it that this place is important, and we do need to do something here. So we're gonna turn around, and I guess, um, we need to figure out something because we can't go forward, and we can't really go backward, because there's a similar. Si- and then as I'm talking, it kind of dawns on to Roger She's shaking it, her head. that like there's like, there's no way out <laughs> from this underground area. Because uh, if the path forward is blocked off and the path backward just leads to where we fell through, then there's nothing that really leads back up to the surface.
0: Velma looks back over her shoulder in the saddle and looking at you, and she says with a, a kind of a pained smile, you know, I don't think that it's people that suck. I think it's God. And that's where we're going to end. Well, damn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so this has been Side Character Quest. Da- <laughs> um, this is actually the very first episode that we are recording uh, post- the release of the first episode. I'm um, feeling pretty good about it. Uh, I hope that you know people are still listening at this point. Um, and yeah, thanks for, for sticking around um, all the way, all the way to the from the beginning to the beginning. Um, I appreciate it. Um, do you have anything to say, Eli? Um,
1: just that it's super cool that everyone's listening to this, or that people, period, are listening to it, besides just me and Ty. Um, despite my terrible voice acting skills, and, uh, also really foul language. I did not realize how much I cursed until listening to that first episode. So,
0: um, sorry, Mom. (laughs) I had a, I had had uh, Eli has just gotten to listen to the very first episode w- where he was playing as Erk and um, he was disappointed in how much he said uh, "Jesus tits."
1: Yeah, it was once, but that is still one time too many, oh. really.
0: Oh, 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 Eli, I edited out at least one other. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yep. Well, I'll be going to church soon to uh, (laughs) ask for forgiveness for that. Um,
0: Uh, Also for the end of this episode.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But yeah, yeah. I mean, thanks to everyone for listening. It's pretty
0: solid. Yeah, man. All right. Well, uh, see you guys next fortnight um, on Side Character Quest. Have a great time, everybody. Da-da-da-da-da. We already did that. Alright, bye! <laughs> Thanks to the Joy Drops for the use of Not Drunk as our intro and outro music. Find them at TheJoyDrops.com. You can find us at SideCharacterQuest.com, at SCQ Podcast on Twitter, or by email at sidecharacterquest at gmail.com. At this point, we don't have tons of messages, so we'll probably respond...
1: Uh, there'll be, like, a little music playing and then bloopers.
0: Uh, What's his name? Uh, That dude, Sir Roderick, um, was running through some tunnels with his um, new buddy, uh, Velma, who is a um, hobbit, halfling. Uh, 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 um, A halfling. Okay, cool. Be right back. You know, Eli usually comes up with some sort of ad or, or something fun to put while when I step away from the, the computer for a moment. Um what what can I do? Hey. Hey guys.
1: Um Hey.
0: Uh let's um uh, This is uh This is Ty. I'm doing uh This is um D&D ASMR I'm um
1: I'm gonna be Rolling some dice
0: Yep Just uh Rolling some dice Mm -hmm. Um SMR 5e. Yep, okay. Oh, Eli's coming back. He's getting beard scritchies.
1: Alright, I'm back. Hey. Alright, so we're gonna keep moving.